Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, guys. I haven't done this in a long time. Anyone who's a long-time listener, uh, viewer of the Hoops Nerd Show knows that this started three or four years ago uh, as the SLC Dunk Halftime Show. I'm not sure why we actually did the halftime show. It makes no sense that you do a halftime show and not a post-game show, but that's what we did. I'm excited because... On YouTube, we're going to be doing, uh, I'm going to start doing this live stream and see how it goes. If it goes really well, we'll keep doing it. If not, we'll switch it up and go back to the recorded and then posting. But I feel like the live streams has a way to be a little more interactive. There's chat that I think I'll figure out how to use. Once we do that, once we get that going, it's going to be really fun. Already, I'm seeing comments go on here. Uh, Hey, notification squad, what up, dude? Hey, guys, notification squad, I like that be a part of the notification squad hit that bell or whatever it is but always make sure that you're liking subscribing so what we're going to do is we're going to do a utah jazz team preview i want to do these for as many teams as we as we can before the season starts because i'm bored waiting for the nba to start i can't hardly wait uh but yeah in the comments before we get going let me know which teams you guys are interested in what in listening to uh talk about all these things and i will read them and talk about them if you're not nice to me then i i first off i won't like that but second i don't i probably won't listen to you so be nice in the comments be nice to each other all right guys the utah jazz are coming to this season and i uh I want to talk about the Jazz first because you know I'm kind of like I'm like when it comes to the Jazz I'm like Bill Simmons I'm going to talk about the Jazz first we'll talk about other teams later I want to talk a little bit about things to be excited about with all these teams we talk about and then maybe something to be concerned about for the Utah Jazz this is maybe the best team we've seen since the Darren Williams years and maybe even the Stockton and Malone years this team has such huge expectations coming into the year I personally cannot wait to watch the Utah Jazz this season because they're they're going they have no flaws. So all of the Jazz fans who follow this channel, they know very well what I was tired of watching last season and a lot of you were. Uh, I am very happy to say goodbye to the Ruby Bros. I I enjoyed Ricky Rubio the person and and sometimes the player except especially his first year with the Jazz where he helped be a big part of that that postseason win against the Oklahoma City Thunder and that second half run that was so awesome. But we kind of saw Ricky Rubio last season fall back to what he really was, which is just a non-shooting game manager, uh, great passer, uh, but his defense also fell off last season. So the Jazz improved dramatically by bringing on Mike Conley. And really, they didn't have to trade pieces that were going to affect things too much. The Jazz were able to upgrade in terms of shooting, playmaking, and then a guy that can go get buckets. Like That's one of the big things that Mike Conley is going to be able to do for this Jazz team is so much last season with the Jazz, we saw that Donovan Mitchell, when things got rough, just got the ball and had to get some sort of bucket. I swear if you look at the three-point percentage for Donovan Mitchell, if you just take out the last second threes, it goes up astronomically. And so you see Donovan Mitchell 
get a new partner next to him that can actually create his own shot, that if you get him the ball, he can hit a spot-up three at a at a nice level, above average rate. I, Mike Conley's three-point shooting isn't elite level, and people need to remember that, but he's good, and he's going to hit shots, and he's someone you have to guard. When your point guard is shooting like 30% from three, they're going to let him shoot all day, and they're going to be happy to let your that player do that. But Mike Conley can hit that shot. He can create his own bucket. He's tough as nails, solid defender. I think the problem a little bit, well, not a problem, is you've just got to be careful not to put too much wear and tear on Mike Conley this season. Uh, Conley is a good defender, but I don't want him defending too hard. If that sound, I mean, maybe that sounds bad. But the biggest uh, luxury that the Jazz have for Mike Conley is that behind him, you have Rudy Gobert, who can allow Mike Conley to not have to play so hard. It's one of the biggest luxuries of Rudy Gobert. And this season, the Jazz need to take advantage of Rudy Gobert's dominance as a defensive player as much as they can, especially for Mike Conley. There's another thing that's going to help Mike Conley out this season, and it's, a, it's, it's the question mark every season with the Utah Jazz. But if Dante Exum can play and stay healthy and actually contribute off the bench, the better he plays, the less Mike Conley has to get wear and tear on his legs. If Mike Conley can play 28 minutes a game this season and, Don, and Dante Exum can play 15 to 20 of productive minutes off the bench, that is massive for the Jazz. They're going to be able to do things this season that they haven't really been able to do forever. So much last last season was Utah having uh, big leads, but then their second unit would give it up, or the first or the starting unit against other teams' starting units would give it up because it wasn't a very good cohesive unit in terms of just talent distribution. And then Donovan Mitchell has to come in. He has to play 38 minutes. Rudy Gobert has to play 38, 40 minutes to get important wins. This season, the team has so much spread offense with the shooting uh, they've provided that they they don't have to play these guys so much. It's a massive luxury for this Jazz team. Uh, the biggest, the other op, uh, addition of this Jazz team made that is is huge is Bojan Bogdanovich. And the fact that the Jazz were able to get him in free agency without having to make a trade is so massive. And Jazz fans, you need to remember this and be excited about it because that means that you didn't have to give up assets. The Jazz always have to give up assets. But to add Boyan Bogdanovich on top of Joe Ingles, you didn't have to trade any more guys, Joe Ingles, uh, Royce O'Neal, or any of these ancillary guys, uh, Dante Exum, or anything like that to bring on Bojan. Now it's just an addition to talent. And when you're able to get free agents like that, and I'm seeing all the comments come in. It's actually really fun. I'll try to get to them if you have any questions. It's hard. We're all over the place. But the reason you're able to bring Bojan Bogdanovic in, it you don't have to lose any talent. That's what takes teams to the next level. When you're able to add players... On top of what you already have, that's what takes good teams to great teams. It's hard to go from good to great when you're spinning your wheels by getting rid of talent. But when you're just adding players in free agency, that's how you go to great level. Uh, the the thing is, Joe Ingles can start or he can go off the bench. And that's one of the big things about Boyan Bogdanovich, who probably starts at the power forward spot. I think the biggest thing that Boyan Bogdanovich does is gives Joe Ingles the opportunity to play off the bench. Last year, the Jazz saw how badly they needed Joe Ingles, and it really hurt them in the long run because by the end of the year, Ingles was just so tired, taking more pull-up three-point shots and running more pick-and-roll, which is a good play. But when you're playing Joe Ingles as many, as many minutes as the Jazz had to last season, it doesn't end well, and that's what the Jazz team saw. Sputtered out against Houston, couldn't find ways to score. Now, if you can have Joe Ingles come off the bench 
And if you can have him in his more natural role of a spot-up corner three-point shooter, he just becomes that super high-efficient player that can actually try on defense again. And I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Ingles take, goes back to that level he was at before, maybe even better, because of how much talent is around him. Boyan Bogdanovich in this offense with the spread is going to feast. 20-point-per-game potential scorer in Boyan Bogdanovich probably won't score that much with the Jazz just because of how much talent is on this team. You know, with Mitchell, Conley, uh, Ingles, and Rudy getting shots, you know, it's going to be hard to make that many just get that many points but he's going to be super efficient he's going to hit at an elite level in the corners i mean i'm not 100 percent sure what the jazz starting lineup is my prediction is conley mitchell uh royce o'neill bogdanovich at the four and then rudy gobert at the center with joe ingles being your sixth man that runs things with the second unit that team's going to win a lot of games and that's just a spread floor at all times it's going to be a really good team, and that's probably the starting unit, but the closing unit of a potential Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Boyan Bogdanovich, and Rudy Gobert, that's incredible. You can win so many games with that lineup closing because how much spread floor is that and how much shooting is there? The Jazz haven't had this much shooting maybe ever. This is probably the most, like the highest potential offensive team. Obviously, with Stockton Malone, you were so high, but the the ancillary pieces around Stockton Malone were never this level. You know, when you had Hornacek, great. Brian Russell was an okay shooter. I I mean, there's just not been a team that has had this much talent at all positions. So I'm I'm really excited to see this team play. Let's look at these comments really quick. Uh, stream more often. I will definitely do this because this is pretty fun. Holy cow! There's a lot of comments, guys. Uh, Joe should come off the bench. I totally agree. Uh, Royce O'Neal starting? I think so, because I think Royce O'Neal and Boyan Bogdanovich can switch off that power forward role. And don't forget, we saw Royce O'Neal play power forward multiple times last season, and I wonder if the Jazz were just kind of testing it out to see how it would do. It did well. When you have a power forward that shoots 40% from three and can guard positions one through four, like Royce O'Neal can... That is a massive, massive luxury. And that guy can start, come off the bench, do all sorts of things. But I would not be surprised if Royce O'Neal starts so that Joe Ingles can come off the bench and play a more uh, kind of backup role. Now, maybe in the playoffs, you start Joe Ingles. That's the that's the benefit. But I think that's really the, the nice thing for this Jazz team is the depth allows them to rest some of these players. Joe Ingles, I don't want to play more than 20 minutes a game. I don't want Mike Conley to play more 20... 20 more than 28 minutes a game if you can have players like Dante Exum and Ed Davis and all these guys come off the bench play really well Joe Ingles and bring in like 15 to 20 minutes of really high level play so that Donovan Mitchell Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert don't have to play more than like 32 minutes a game that is a massive win and this team with this amount of talent and shooting surrounding Rudy Gobert just it's such a perfect cohesive unit they're going to win a lot of games and have a lot of fourth quarters where someone like George Niang who also will be a nice piece get more minutes and they can allow those players to rest it's just it's a team set up to win uh with a team like this so talented and with such a good cohesive unit really the the thing that you got to worry about is just is just health we know the health concerns with Dante Exum uh, Mike Conley has missed time in the past and you hope that this guy can stay healthy with the Jazz and I think if the Jazz are just like we've talked about able to use their depth to keep him healthy they should be fine 
But, you know, that's a worry. Rudy Gobert has missed time in the past with knee stuff. I think in a lot of ways, by having a spread floor, it might help him out. Rudy Gobert is going to have a monster season, by the way. We talk a lot about the spacing and the help that Donovan Mitchell need, but needed, needed. But Rudy Gobert is going to have a spaced floor like he's never had before because so much of his time where starting the first quarter and starting the third quarter with Derek Favors on the floor, Derek Favors' guy would back up knowing how good Rudy Gobert was. That guy's not there anymore. So pick and rolls for the Jazz now are going to be either Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, or whoever running a pick and roll with Rudy Gobert. There's no one there to save them from Rudy Gobert lobs. Rudy Gobert might average 18 and 14 this season. He really might have a monster year. Maybe more. Who knows? But it has a chance to be incredible for the Utah Jazz. Rudy Gobert is going to have the potential to be an all-star this year like he probably should have been last year. Donovan Mitchell has that potential as well. And if the Jazz, my prediction, my honestly, their ceiling right, right now is literally the finals. Why not? I mean, the biggest obstacles are the Lakers and the Clippers. The Jazz can beat everyone else with relative... Well, and Houston will be very good. So those three teams, those are the teams they have to beat. But the Jazz are on the same level as them. With all their problems they've fixed, the Jazz are at that level. Uh, let's see. We finally got guys who can create their show, their own shot. Absolutely. Conley, Bogdanovich, they can create their own. It's great. I'm saying 50 or more wins this season. I'm saying 60. Let's see. The only contentious spot is for the eighth seed uh yeah i think honestly this western conference is going to be interesting there's going to be some teams that might jump into that eighth seed like dallas is really fun uh sacramento is going to be better i like De'Aaron fox a lot uh we'll see going to be a very fun season so guys this is the utah jazz team team preview on the hoops nerd channel if you're on youtube please like and subscribe i really appreciate it if you're on SLC Dunk uh, podcast feed, make sure that you go to iTunes and rate and review. Me and Michael appreciate it, especially me. If you rate and review it, it'll show up to more people. Tell your friends too. This is going to grow and grow and grow, and these live streams are fun. I finally figured it out. I did it before, and some guys saw me picking my nose, and I didn't know it was live, so I apologize for that. But now I figured it out, and I didn't pick my nose. So that's a positive for everyone. Uh, for people on on the podcast you did not know that but now you do and i'm glad i said that i don't know why all right guys i will talk to you later